0: Ben Johnston celebrated his 90th birthday this year, and he completed a decade-long project, the recording of all 10 of his string quartets. That's in part due to the fact that Ben Johnston hears music differently than most people. He hears the notes between the notes. Maureen McCollum of Wisconsin Public Radio explains.
1: When Ben Johnston was growing up in Georgia, he questioned the standard scales he was taught in school.
0: Because I knew I was hearing all this stuff. But I had no idea what I was hearing. So? I played by ear, and I I invented my own chords.
1: In Western music, we're taught that there are set notes and scales. Do, re, mi, fa, so. But instead of jumping from do to re, there's actually an infinite number of pitches in between, called microtones. Johnston works with those notes. Ben Johnston's String Quartet Number 4 is probably his best-known and most-performed work. It's his take on Amazing Grace. At his home in Madison, Wisconsin, surrounded by a flock of peacocks and a herd of barn cats... The 90-year-old composer says the work has its roots in his childhood, in slavery, and in his desire to hear what the song might have sounded like if Beethoven had covered it late in his career.
0: I was trying to take an aspect of the tune, let's hear it now from a medieval point of view, or maybe what about here I'll refer to the Romantic period.
1: It was actually Johnston's love of the Glenn Miller Orchestra and Broadway show tunes that made him want to be a composer. Then, during World War II, he heard Stan Kenton's band.
0: It was the first time I ever heard real jazz improvisation. But I immediately I could get it by ear, and it changed my whole approach to harmony.
1: After the war, he apprenticed with the iconoclastic American composer and instrument maker, Harry Parch, and studied with Darius Meeot and John Cage. All of them encouraged him to follow his own path. <laughs>
0: You know, we need Jackson Pollock. We need James Joyce and we need Ben Johnson because they do question something that generally goes
1: unquestioned. Composer Larry Polanski studied under Johnston at the University of Illinois, where the older composer taught for more than three decades. Polanski went on to become a professor himself and says Johnston taught him that there's more to music than the standard Western scale.
0: To limit it and to kind of enforce and entrain a very specific set of pitches and reify them as somehow natural or what things should be, just doesn't make any sense.
1: Ben Johnston's used all the notes he can wrangle in dance music, percussion pieces, orchestral works, but he spent almost four decades composing 10 unique string quartets. It took the Kepler Quartet 14 years of rehearsing and recording to get them all down. Eric Segnitz is the group's second violinist.
0: There was a fair amount of invention and learning curve and getting rid of any preconception of what a chord actually sounds like. That's a big thing, what a scale sounds like.
1: Segnitz says what struck him even more than the complexity of the music was the way Johnston has never veered from his vision.
0: I think it's really his integrity that impresses people because there are all sorts of pressures on modern composers to reach an audience, to be popular, you know, it's like high school, basically, right? So the fact that someone has really cut through all that is very meaningful.
1: That doesn't mean the composer can't be playful. In his string quartet number 10, Johnston subtly teases a traditional tune through four movements.
0: It's like you build up this enormous expectation until finally you get to the end and say, Now the climax will reveal the tune and it turns out to be Danny Boy.
1: Ben Johnston now wants musicians to take his ideas into the future. He sees his string quartets as a foundation and wants others to build upon his tunings and continue what he calls his search for truth in music.
0: Well, I think a lot of this is music uh, sounds that people never thought they wanted to hear. But as a matter of fact, they have.
1: Just as he did as a kid back in Georgia almost nine decades ago. For NPR News, I'm Maureen McCollum in Madison, Wisconsin.